Welcome back, people. It is episode 28 of season three of the Taxi Squad podcast. This is being recorded on the evening of July 12th, and you'll be hearing this on the morning of July 13th. This is a great episode. We got some epic, strange, and unusuals, some review of the MLB All-Star Week, a potential new sponsor, NFL Talk, and some college football craziness. Vinny, we are back. Dude, happy, happy, happy no sports week. It's the worst week <laughs> of the year. Uh, if you go on if you go on ESPN right now, uh, you get something about, oh yeah, Porzingis signs his deal with the Celtics. Great. Woo! Awesome. You get diet to discipline. Zion knows he can do more. And Kyrie pairs with Chinese brand Anton shoe deal. Who gives a shit is what I got to say about that. This Happy is... no sports week. <laughs> what what are we going to do in the future? Like, can there be like a bridge gap sport? Can there please be a bridge gap sport like other than baseball during this time it? of year? Collegiate swimming or some shit right now? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Just basket weaving something. The that concaf makes it a, Yeah, something. I don't know because who who gives a fuck about Gold Cup soccer? No offense. If soccer's your thing, I mean, hey, well, get after it. If it is your thing, it's like they're ba- they're playing backups right now. I know. It's like People watching the G with AC Milan. That's what he cares about right now. Yeah, he does not like, want to go play the Gold Cup. Right. It's watching G League. Um, so you're watching G League soccer and then summer league know. basketball and baseball. Can they take like retired football players and have do like the big three, but instead they do like seven on seven somehow? I, I think don't know. so. That's actually funny because Ice Cube is on Rogan this week. And I listened to it and he's they were talking about that because I think the big three is going on right now. So no offense to Ice Cube's league, but, you know, it's not professional like the rest of them. No. Um, but he was talking about that. He's like seven on seven could be doable. And I'm like, that'd be fucking sick. I would watch cool that. To have like retired football players go play seven on seven. I mean, yeah, and maybe like I a would, flag or like a two and touch situation or something. I would want it to be like rugby almost like that'd be cool. Scrums kind of like scrums and you know you don't want these guys getting injured but then again i mean if uh, they played they nfl football <laughs> they probably don't want to get hurt either but yeah. still i think it would be cool either that or you know what this is a good one bring back fucking american gladiators there we go yeah american dude. gladiators there oh, we go that'd be sick right that was like the it has the drama of wrestling, but like real crazy bullshit going on. Right. I really loved American Gladiators. And now Tim is gonna compete against Blaze. Yeah, Blaze. yeah, exactly. It's just like Taser. Iron Snake versus <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> you're like, oh Jeff, oh you're oh, fucked, dude. Jeff, you're fucked, man. Father of three is going against an actual real gladiator. <laughs> You're like, oh, man, I wonder who's going to win. I got money on Jeff. <laughs> Either that or like, remember like Ninja Warrior, but like the Japanese yeah. Ninja Warrior. That's yeah. the Ninja Warrior I love. The Americanized one with Kristen Leahy. No, no, no. It no, was the uh, the watered down. It was did the opposite of the office. You know how the right. office came to America and was better. The American Gladiator or uh, sorry, American Ninja Warrior was not. Not the like, same. I need the Ninja Warrior with the like, yeah. and you're like, fuck yeah, they're about to yeah, do you're like, tear fuck some yeah. shit. Something's about to happen right <laughs> yeah. now, and I have no idea what the fuck they're saying, but man, this shit's intense. Dude, yeah, we need that. This is a, it's a, it's a somber week for sports fans around. Maybe Dog it's a good days. refresh. Maybe yeah. we needed this. 
Maybe we needed to hit the reset button. In seven weeks, we got football, finally. Yeah. College football, but college football's been turned on its fucking head. A lot going on right now there. We, we'll get to that. But, I mean, yep. Vince, it looks like we got a full stack of some strange and unusual events happening in the sports world today. Better believe it. Uh, this isn't even today. This has been the last like couple of weeks here. Um, so headline is attorney for former West Virginia basketball co- head coach Bob Huggins said he did not resign, threatens to sue school if not reinstated. Uh, to give some background on this scenario, uh, Bob Huggins gets a DUI. He is pulled over. I guess he's made some slurs in the past, too, that have you know questioned his uh, I guess validity as a coach of a team these days. Um, he was found with a 0.21 BAC, which is Ooh. insane for people that don't know. The legal limit is 0.08, so you're talking like multiple, multiple, multiple times more than that. Um, you know, he's making a good millie. All this stuff goes around. There's like a video, I guess, circulating of all this stuff and. The University of West Virginia says Huggins has resigned um, to be the head coach of the football or the basketball team. Nonetheless, it comes out yesterday that Bob Huggins didn't resign. He said that the team just said that he resigned and and his lawyer said he's not resigned because he didn't he didn't put in his resignation resignation. So he is operating under the fact that he is still the head coach of West Virginia. This can't go wrong. This is fantastic. This is like during <laughs> that movie, The Election, where Will Ferrell's character gets pulled over and it's like, you've been drinking tonight, sir? And he's like trying to hand him a hundy out the window. Thank you so much for your service, sir. We appreciate you. And then he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> were you drinking this evening? Well, yes, sir, I was. Well, how much were you, were you drinking? Uh, about four or five small batch bourbons. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. And he just starts running, right? So yeah. That is, in fact, kind of what happened here. But, I mean, come on. What else is there to do in West Virginia during the offseason if you're a head basketball coach? I mean, every now and again, you know, you get drinking. You got those keys in your pocket. You get a little excited. You're like, we can go somewhere. But you shouldn't. This isn't his first time doing it either. I mean, he's oh, like, he's a yeah, he's a new repeat time offender. offender. Yeah, repeat oh. offender here. Um, so yeah, there was I guess email communication between the two, um, which ended up leaving the uh, what would you call it, athletic director. Um, he followed the message saying, "We accept your resignation and wish you the best on retirement." Um, but apparently, he didn't retire. So. All of this is a little crazy. I he's not coming back. Obviously, they're gonna have to fire him. But he <laughs> he just says, "Hey, I'm still the coach." So he's just operating like he's still the coach of West Virginia, which is crazy because he's definitely not. Um, but I respect the game, honestly. Hey, you got to respect the game. It's just creating a very poor example for your players if you ah. do get brought back, because chances are he he's not be. gonna get brought back. Yeah. So it's just a matter of time before he does get shit canned. Yeah. But then again, I mean, I kind of dig him, you know, digging in his heels a little bit. Yeah, stick to it. No one else is hiring him. It's not like he's going to get hired again. Let's be honest. I mean, he'll get hired again maybe if he goes through a treatment program, because if you're a repeat offender here, chances are you got a little bit of an issue. But yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I mean, hey, they forgave Tiger, right? They forgave Tiger. Well, you got to be the best best uh golfer on the planet and in yeah. reality 
They didn't West forgive Virginia's Tiger. Football they just team kinda, they acted like nothing was happening. And West Virginia's yeah. basketball has been good. Um, one thing I will say is he could go the Jim Calhoun route and kind of start coaching maybe a D2 team or a really bad D3 or D1 team and then move his way back up. Also, Fucking he Earl could Roberts. Yeah, right. Go to a team like that or even even do the Rick Patino and, and go coach at some shittier teams and then eventually get back on a major program again. But I don't see that happening for Mr. Huggins here. I hope he doesn't have a real problem. Kind of seems like he does. But yeah. yeah, he's still the coach, baby. Where there's smoke, <laughs> there's fire, big cuz. Yeah, that's all I got. That's that's literally all I got on this one. I do believe, though, that, yeah, he'll be ultimately suspended indefinitely. Well, OK, there is a thing. Now, what if they just suspend him? Is that enough of a punishment? They suspend him for like the first half of the season or it's if just they were like, going to suspend him. I think they would already done that. Well, they haven't really said anything. They're just I like, think, yeah, well, they had a, the, the thing is, is they had a conversation. Like, I guess there was an email thread in the middle of June. Um, his wife june i believe her name is uh said please accept correspondence correspondence as my formal notice of resignation as a wvu head basketball coach but it came from his wife's email which isn't oh. his so that's where the t is my so guy. now he sent it probably half in the back because they were like dude well, you gotta she do did it. i guess he's like fucking my wife did it it wasn't yeah. me i'm still the head coach what the fuck she does she did. know yeah, I don't know shit. <laughs> I don't know. He's, that's probably where he's coming from. Um, he did apologize for his conduct into the university and all that stuff. Nine hundred and thirty five <laughs> victories. Third most like in college most... basketball history among Division one head coaches. Forty one seasons as head coach. Mr. Bob, the most I think you should leave shit ever. It is he's just like <laughs> I didn't fucking do this. <laughs> it wasn't. I'm me, not dude. worried about it. I'm, I'm not, not worried about, about any about of it. <laughs> It really is. I'm uh done. He says he's got to he's got to do better. I think he should. Um 41 yeah. seasons is a lot though. 41 seasons is a lot. Oh. I don't think he understands a life outside of West Virginia basketball. Well, I mean, he's made his money. He could retire tomorrow and get drunk on an island somewhere it's if he really wanted. It's sad that he though. leaves he's leaving disgraced like this. Yeah, a lot of people this week, man, disgraced. Yeah. College coaches, you know, chill out, guys. College chill coaches, the fuck out. take it easy. We'll get into the next one. But yeah. so the other strange and unusual, Vince brought this to my yeah. attention, and this is kind of going around. I, I didn't even think that basketball and uh, old school pop stars are, are <laughs> getting involved right now. But uh, Britney, Britney Spears got fucking smacked up. Yeah. <laughs> Believe <Victor> me, Web- <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> like by Victor <laughs> Webignana's security guard in Las Vegas. She approached him. It wasn't the other way around. Yeah. Which I thought was really interesting. We know at this point that B Spears has some shit going on. There's no doubt about she's it. In she's free not. Britney. She's not normal anymore. <laughs> even if she, she has been normal was. for a long time. Yeah, Victor Wembanyama comes to America for T minus what a month and a half, and he's already just right into the American zeitgeist. There's no better way to do this than throw you right into the fire. Um, so the video emerged. I watched the video. It kind of seemed like a can of nothing when I watched it. Uh, the security claims that she hit herself in the face. So essentially, what happened is he was walking. She goes running up after him and then hit, touches him on the back. Security comes around, moves his hand arm over to you know make her back up or whatever the terminology would be for security guards. And she reacts to it, grabs her face. I don't know if she hit her face to make it look like he did it. I don't know any of this stuff, Um, but it looked like the security guard was the very least pushing her away. But now B Spears wants a public apology from the 
security guard. And I think there is a 0% chance that happens. No, yeah, he, he doesn't care. And then I guess like her husband came out and said something Whatever. like any man who treats women like that should deserve more. And he's lucky I didn't do anything. It's like, oh, dude. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you seen the size of some of these fucking people? He's the security guard for the San Antonio Spurs. You're going to do something to him? Man. Yeah. Come on, cuz. Yeah. 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 I would have liked to see that. That would have been hilarious. Britney Spears' husband scraps and gets smoked by the Spurs. Oh, it wouldn't even be a thing. He would have just gotten totally bitch slapped and it just would have been over in three seconds. That being said, that would have been the number one strange and unusual this week if that did end up happening. A hundred percent would have. <laughs> now, my whole thing is, do you think Victor Webignana even knows who the fuck she is? I mean, he got to so remember he this does. kid's like 21. He, he did an interview after and he didn't. So he didn't see her. They ended up moving her away before he turned around and even saw her. So he didn't like see this happen. And you can believe that when you watch the video. But what's really funny is that they told him after that it was Britney Spears. He's like, what? Really? No way. That's pretty crazy. (laughs) So he does know who she is. But you got to remember, like she was like you said, she was famous when he was born. So right. There's there probably isn't a lot of disconnect, but I would say like maybe his mom or something listened to her, which is a sickening thing to say. Yeah, that just makes me feel even older than I think I am. You know what I realized today? What? What? 2003 was 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. And I know that there's probably more elderly people listening to this podcast. No offense to you. Not trying to make. Well, are we considering ourselves elderly? I'm a nice spry 28. Yeah, no, you're. Hey, you're still in your 20s. Cherish it. I, I am. I feel like I'm in Billy Madison right now. <laughs> Cherish it. Listen, for as long man. as you can. Yes. <laughs> for the love of Nothing God. better than your friend that's only like a couple years older than you being like, hey, you're young. It's like, God, we've been doing the same shit for years. Shut up, like, Finn. You know exactly. No, I'm not even coming at you. This happens a lot. This happened to my brother, too. He was a little squirrel store. He was, I guess he was at a store or something like that. And he was talking to this guy and he's like, oh, you old. You'll understand when you're older. And he was talking to the guy, and my brother's like, How old are you? And the guy's like, 31. He's like, I'm 30. So, how <laughs> much younger do you think I That's am? That's a compliment to just him. Cause, well, yeah, I know, but just because the other guy looks like shit doesn't mean you got to think that my brother is 20. <laughs> well, hey, everybody thinks I'm fucking 40 with how much gray hair I have. So, you know, I'm the opposite. A thing. Everybody yeah. thinks I'm like 22. It's fucking annoying. Well, it's that skincare routine, cuz. That's I know. what it's about. Gotta keep it's it moisturized, sk- baby. Got to keep that moisturized and an SPF on you at all times, all times. during the summer. Got to protect the fox. Fuck that. No, fuck that is right. You can't be doing that. No. But yeah, no, I, I, I just think it's very interesting. But I do believe that Victor Webignana will eventually come out and say, hey, Brittany, sorry, let's go grab lunch or something and then I'll be forgiven. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, if you've been watching his summer league, uh, he's already out of the summer league. He's not playing in any more games because of possible injury um one thing he did say which was a little alarming is that he said the nba game is less physical than the european game and in my head i'm like you can't say that till you play lucas said the same thing though <laughs> i know but he played in the nba at least like you could claim yeah. it but you gotta play you gotta play in it first because lucas also not a center well the thing of it is also he looks like a fucking string bean yeah like, I'm sorry if he gets put up against, you know, Joker or anybody like Bam. Joel Embiid, dude, against dude, him? Come on. Come on. You're, you're going to get pushed around a little bit if you're going to say some shit like that. Not only that, but the refs are going to be like, welcome to the NBA, kid. 
What I believe will happen is that he's going to do the Giannis thing and he's going to put on a lot of muscle and then he's just going to be a human cyborg. I think that's the only way that he can yeah. successfully be a long-term center in the league because yeah. he's either going to do the Porzingis thing or the Giannis thing, but he's way more talented than Giannis. So if he's like that, then we really got to watch out. Well, so here's how it'll go. His first couple seasons, he'll still be that same frame, and then it'll just be like in an off season. It'll just be like because you boom. also got to remember he's not even twenty yet, <laughs> so right? Like... So dietitians, they'll probably put him on a cycle in the off season. Get the you know get get no, a little he something. Would never, dude. They never on. do that. <laughs> Any advantage that they yeah. can get when there isn't drug testing? I mean, you got to LeBron's take it. Doing, LeBron's doing it. Let's be honest. Dude, we're good. LeBron, of course, is on some either HGH or test rep, like something, Peptides. some sort of DECA. <laughs> yeah. I don't know something. The the man is just too insanely large at almost forty. To yeah. like, come on. Speaking of twenty years, he's been in the league for twenty years. He was drafted in 03. Yeah, and he's still a big bitch so this is kind of a that. segue a bit but he was on the espies tonight and i was watching it before we started recording oh, here fuck and he was saying like I, th- I think about it after every year like is my body able to do this again and i was like no way he's gonna do, do it. it say it he's Retire. gonna do it and he's You're like gonna do lucky it. for Finally. you guys tonight's not that night and i'm like fuck damn it, <laughs> damn it. please just be done go I don't hear another lebron <laughs> storyline about how this is their year and they're yeah. doing this and they're doing that and it's like well, what sucks is like it is fun to watch him when there's no interest like in either of the teams but once it gets to the playoffs i'm like all right get him out of here yeah that i mean unless lebron would go somewhere and be like a true role player he's that still will never a star, happen though I, I know he still is don't get me wrong but he can't attain the same amount of minutes a b just full-blown workload like he used to so if i mean he you can't be one man show at 40 yeah no you can't be so like i said it's like hey when ray allen right when ray allen got on the heat yeah he was that kind of that same game right and what was he? he just came off the bench and just drained threes and hit the most iconic shot in nba playoffs history almost. right so, so like think about like lebron if he went back to the heat with like jimmy butler coming off the bench coming in situations i mean he he would be even better would you be an lbj fan if that happened mm, no i was gonna say that's a hard sell for you <laughs> I, I mean it's he's a hard sell for me like i i have yeah. respect for the man that he went yeah. back to cleveland won the championship yeah. all that good stuff but he could have done that without leaving and i understand he changed the game with the mobility thing that's you know lebron made the game mobile where michael made the game in fact global yeah if you really he had, break it down. he had to learn to win before you could take it back. It was one of his it was like his uh it was his path. He needed to learn how to do it and then bring it home and show everybody else how to do it. Well, At least that's how like, he's gonna sell it. MJ stayed in Chicago. He just didn't leave and was like, Oh, you're not putting the guys around me. No, he stayed right. patient. They put the guys around him and look at what happened. Six different league, but agreed. No doubt about different it. Different league, a lot harder league. Come on. Back no doubt then it was it. a far different game. There's far more physical game. You were allowed to check each other. (laughs) You were allowed to fuck people up. Oh, yeah. But back to the Espies. I mean, hey, that that's always something on right now because nothing else is on right now. Right. Yep. Literally nothing else is on right now. So they're like, hey, the Espies. 
and they literally do it on purpose. It's always a lot of people where you're like, who, who, who the fuck? Like, until, of course, until the end. Well, and listen, it's like Tamar Hamlin. Everybody knew he was going to win some award because he almost died playing the game he plays. Right? Yeah. I mean, no offense to anybody, but chances are, if that happens, you almost die on the field, uh, and you lived, and now you're going to come back and actually play the game. That's impressive. So you're going to win something, right? You're yeah. going to get your crystal dildo. And getting McAfee up on that fucking <laughs> up on that stage, shouting out Mr. Demar Hamlin, and then also just roasting Skip Bayless after that. I like that. I like that a lot. Oh, because they are competitors. Anybody, well, they are competitors, which is not even a competition in my book. I think Skip no. is just so overdone. Big tool. Like, Big tool. yeah, just he just gets people riled up for no reason. I don't even like entertaining the clown anymore. But I would say this. Pat McAfee could be a stand-up comedian tomorrow. Yeah. Literally. If this oh, yeah. whole Pat McAfee show thing doesn't work, the man could be a stand-up comedian tomorrow. His stage presence, everything, timing, it is superb. Do you remember Scott Darling? Scott Darling. Goaltender for the Chicago Blackhawks. He ended up coming up and oh, playing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's now a stand-up comedian. Good for him. It's one of the hardest jobs in the world, honestly. For sure. And he also came from nowhere, literally from the mud. So, hey, I mean, if he can do it, there's the blueprint, Pat. But he's making enough money doing what he needs to do. One thing I want to bring up, because that was a funny moment. I was looking back. Sorry. Are you there? You say hashtag rules? Goals. Oh, I was like, what? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I am here. I wanted to say that. I watch back some of the clips from the SBs. I think overall the SBs are pretty lame. I'm not a big fan of award shows in general. I think they're all a little too nuanced to have any validity. Same thing with the Grammys and all of them. Um, but watching that Peyton Manning roast of Kevin Durant after talking about the gymnastics, and let me remind you if you don't remember, he was talking about the gymnastics team that absolutely just took over the Olympics. Peyton Manning's talking about that team and he said they're so good i'm pretty sure kevin durant's gonna join that team in the offseason which is genius and then he says russell westbrook what do you think about that and (laughs) kevin durant's just stale face i'm like this is what we need we need guys roasting each other like mcafee roast bayless Peyton manning roast kd that's the best espies that you're gonna get well don't forget that the guy in the marvel movies uh what's his name chris evans chris evans that guy uh, no, he plays alongside um, Captain America. He's the African-American guy with the wings. What's his name? I don't know. I don't watch yeah, those. Yeah, I'm not a big Marvel guy, so sorry. Yeah. But you know, I think it's Anthony Edwards is his name. That's um, the point guard of the Minnesota Timberwolves. No, I forget his name. He's an actor. and he's I'll in the figure Marvel it out. Movies. You go. Yeah, yeah, you guys will figure it out. But he <laughs> roasted Ben Simmons a few years back, and they had like a like a montage of all of his bricks during the playoffs and when the moments matter most. And of course, if you know Chicago Mike, Anthony I Mackie. fucking... Sorry. Got it. I fucking hate Ben Simmons, no. just not a fan, just not really? a fan of the man. Yeah. So anytime they're getting after him, I'm I'm all for it. Yeah, you so. are. You are out loud and proud. A big Ben Simmons hater, especially on this podcast. So none of that surprises me in the very least. I'm coming around to you, though. I am coming around to you on that. 
Well, the guy's fucking useless. He's useless. People think like he's amazing, but he sucks. Like, God, do you remember Colin Coward like coming over the airwaves to state that move over LeBron Ben Simmons is here? Do you remember though? That's what it felt like for like two seasons. He was all NBA. Yeah, he was really good. And then he just got the yip so fast flash in the pan. Either that or he got paid and it went to his head and he realized I don't got to try as hard anymore. And I could Australians, man. Yeah. What are you going to do? Australians. Yeah. Fosters. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Speaking of skip, though, he's coming back. Skip. Skip? Who's he coming back with? No one knows. He posted a video and he's it was like a hype video. He's like, I'm coming back. And Skip. my reaction to that is, who cares? Skip, you I'll, think Kuzma, Kyle Kuzma, you Kyle think he's Kuzma? really going to be the savior? Thanks to I LeBron think... James, Bradley Beal. What happens if Shannon Sharp signs with ESPN and he's, he's Skip. Stephen A's uh, to skip Bayless, basically? <laughs> Stephen, he hit the thing. <laughs> I think there's going to be more respect because Skip Bayless has the craziest, stupidest yeah. shit ever. But so does Stephen A. They're on the same level of I stupid don't know. shit. That Skip says days. especially stupid shit. And this is not, by all means, I am not defending Stephen A. Smith. He annoys the living shit out of me. But like Skip Bayless is a special character when it comes to saying dumb shit. Oh, I mean, he has a place. He covered the Bulls for a long time. He covered the Dallas Cowboys. Skip? Yeah, Skip covered the that. Bulls in the 90s. Yeah. I wonder if that was actually good publication because he's such a waste of space now. And that's the thing. He's coming back with who? Who knows? Maybe they'll bring back his mini me from ESPN. I forget that guy's name. Max he Kellerman? was horrible. No, it was a guy before him that he would always sub for Skip when he was out. Will I Kane? forget his Will Kane. Yeah, horrible. that guy sucks. That guy's the worst. I think he's like on Fox News now. Well, yeah, he was a retired lawyer. I remember that was his whole thing. It's just like, I'm Will Kane and I'm going to give you my actual opinion. And he's just some people are just a waste of time on TV. And I don't know how he gets hired, um, but I'm happy that he's not on ESPN. Anymore. Yeah, he is currently the co-host of Fox and Friends Weekend on Fox News. So, Great. you know, all of our parents know who that guy is. I was going to say, go ahead and burn there because I don't just, watch that just shit. Take one, <laughs> just take, they just take one sentence from fucking Fox News. Show yep. Be like, have you seen Chicago? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, speaking I'm of not, annoying. I'm not pub- going there. I'm, no way. Not me. No I way. won't I'm not gonna step in there. It's a goddamn war zone. It's like every time I walk <laughs> out every time I walk out of my door, I duck. I gotta tell you guys, I do. It's so scary. <laughs> Man, it's so it's out of bounds. Yeah. So out of bounds. Uh yeah. we also almost got killed by a hurricane or a tornado today. So be thankful that we're recording this and be thankful oh. that we are alive and I hope you guys are doing well as well. Yeah, snaps to everybody who survived the tornado warnings. I was sitting in the cell phone lot waiting for wifey to get off an airplane after driving through three states today. Pretty awesome. And if you know that feeling, the cell phone lot feeling, you have much sympathy for this man. (laughs) I'm in a glass case of emotion. That was the worst. One time I sat there and listened to an entire podcast front to back, and I was like, Oh God, I'm still here. Like it literally was like an hour and a half. I was like, fuck, this is horrible. Oh, it, it's just like you're sitting there twiddling your thumbs. There's a bunch of people on their cell phones in the lot. So like your cell service blows. Yeah. Right. I mean, that is and the you, name, cell lot. Right. It's the cell lot. So you think service would be like, moi. Yeah. No. 
horrible. And I'm sitting there and I thought about uploading the TikTok because we haven't been very present on the TikToks lately. Yep. Sorry, that will change. But there hasn't been much to report on. Right. But anyways, with all that. Zion's on a diet. <laughs> Zion's on a diet. That's right, motherfucker. You paid that much money. You shouldn't eat like a dick. Um, hey, if I'm in New Orleans, I'm eating crawfish and shrimp po' boys every day. I don't care. Yeah. Give me some of them beignets. Mm. Yeah. I mean, the fact that that's even a news story goes to show where we are in the sports world. It's a mess. Now, Skip coming back with a co-host. Hopefully. I'm just like, okay, do you think it's going to be like Colin Coward? Could you imagine if him and no. Colin Coward do? Oh, God. That's what if a it's nightmare. him and Joy Taylor? What if it's him and Joy Heavy's Taylor? <laughs> Then you would be one happy camper. <laughs> Maybe would. Definitely would. Yeah, I love her, but also I'm not I'm also not trying to get her to debate Skip Bayless. I think the biggest thing is that I don't want to see him anymore, but he's not going away ever. Like I think I'm gonna die before Skip Bayless dies. I don't know way. I think Skip's he's gonna live forever. I know. Maybe he's a robot lizard person. I think he's going to be drinking the baby blood. He's going to be the evil dude from Star Wars. What's his name? Palpatine. He's going to be Palpatine. Palpatine. Yeah. He's going to be the sports Palpatine. Yeah, that's literally what he is. It's like, leave us alone. And he was like, LeBron James was something, the coach. Like, Shut up, dude. Tom Brady. Yeah. It's like, I don't even something LeBron James. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something, something, Michael Jordan is the greatest ever. <laughs> He'll do that until he's fucking blue in the face. It's exactly. Horrible. He, dude, that is the greatest comp ever that he is the sports talk Palpatine. He is. <laughs> something, <laughs> something, something, Kobe isn't better than MJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get back to football. Uh, Fuck yeah. You. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more. Well, it's going to be a different personality. Let's just put it that way. It'll be yeah. somebody as, as obnoxious and silly as him. I truly hope so. But you know what isn't silly or obnoxious? What's that? Being clean shaven for a special event, like recording a podcast or going Dude, to see a new customer. Let me tell you, my beard right now is looking crazy. Is it? And I need to fix it up. So I've been trying to go to the barber recently Mm -hmm. and I keep work stuff keeps getting in the way and I can't time it. I was supposed to get one today and then I had to go in. It was crazy. It was an insane scenario. So guess what I have to do tomorrow because I'm going on a trip. What are you going to do tomorrow? Clean my goddamn beard up all by myself. Wow. And lucky us, Mike, because I have Henson shaving. So. Let's not bury the lead anymore. Let's get a little read from our friends at Henson Shaving. This part of today's episode is brought to you by none other than our friends at Henson Shaving. If you guys have been listening to the show for a while, you already know that we swear by Henson Shaving. We've been using them for months and there really isn't a better product out there. The Henson razor puts an end to shaving irritation and cuts while also making your skin feel comfortable and smooth. This razor is made by using CNC machines to aerospace standards. That's right, rocket ships, people. That means it's made to very tight tolerances, meaning that the combination of how securely it's held and how minimally the blade is exposed delivers a smooth and safe shave no other razor can offer. It's literally one blade. Be, be safe. Please be safe. They're very sharp. You twist on the top and you get to work. It's that easy. You remember the beard bet? 
You remember me shaving off the whole thing. If you need to watch somebody use it, go on my Instagram and check it out because it's really that easy. Cost ownership averages $88.20 every two years, which is essentially $177 less than normal cartridge razors. They're sustainable. It's precise. It's Henson shaving. It's got a nice weight to it. It's made out of metal. None of this plastic garbage. So please use the promo code the Taxi Squad. T H E T A X I S Q U A D at checkout, and you'll receive a hundred pack of blades free with the purchase of the razor. So you go on the site, you add the razor that you're looking for, and then you add a hundred pack of razors. You'll get those for free. For most users, this amount of blades will last you two to five years, depending on how often you shave. So that promo code again is the Taxi Squad at HensonShaving.com. Go check it out. Thank you to our kind friends at Henson Shaving. We appreciate you being the sponsor of the Taxi Squad podcast. If you know this podcast, you know we are very, very involved with the college football season. Oh, yeah. And this one and this news lead, which I believe you can figure out where we're going with this, is a little sad. A. B, it also hits close to home, considering our Northwestern Wildcats will no longer be with longtime head coach and homer, Pat Fitzgerald, after allegations of sexual misconduct and hazing had been brought upon the program. God damn that amazing journalism department at Northwestern. Oh, <laughs> because man. they are good at what they do, and they have put been putting together a hell of an article and they released it in their news week or news of the week. I think it was last week. This came out. Am I right? Yep. Vince? Yeah. Okay. And essentially it's just, they called it team bonding, but uh legitimate More like sexual... team bondage. Yeah. So if you go and read this report, uh, players were being punished with ganged dry humping for on-field mistakes, and freshmen were made to perform naked drills like bear crawls and QB center exchanges. That's hands-on balls, people. Oh, hands on balls. so gross. Like, I thought about being a center in football for maybe a matter of five minutes. And they're like, okay, yeah, let's try it out, Mike. And I was like, wait, why is this guy putting his hands in my butt? Not to be this crude, is- I would fart every time. Oh, all the time. I would be like on purpose farting. Don't hit your eyes. Right. right? Like you you (laughs) got to be like a special man to, to do that job. No, not for this guy. Now it's done under the smoke and mirror of, Oh, this is team bonding, but no, it is truly sexual abuse. But then again, this is like some weird shit that goes on in fraternities across the U S right. Like, like what are they they got like all those different things like some I forget it's called like a march or some shit I don't know yeah yeah it's like a, the loudest secret on earth like everybody knows it and you see it every year too especially when you're in college like everybody has a story of like a fraternity getting kicked off campus because some guy like choked on like eating socks or some shit like that like some crazy shit um mind you on Friday he was suspended for two weeks without pay. And then more and more shit started coming out. Eleven current or former students acknowledged that it was going on. And then, I mean, I don't know about you, but the way people were talking about Fitzgerald at Northwestern, it was like he's either going to go and get a job at a better school or he's going to be the coach of Northwestern for the next 30 years. Like that's he was going to Bob Huggins Northwestern. And then he did Bob Huggins himself after all this shit. Um, Michael Schill. 
president of Northwestern, cites a difficult and complex evaluation of his original discipline decision and fired Fitzgerald on Monday. I'm sorry, but why did the suspension even need to happen? Like That's he, what he's saying. <laughs> he He's citing a difficult and complex evaluation of his original discipline decision. He's like, I suspended him, and then I was like, that's not enough. Yeah, it should have just been like he's done. This falls on this entire program. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know if this was being done under his guise or allowing it to happen under his nose. But I don't think he was looking for it either. I don't know if he's looking for it, but then again, it all leads back to the, you know, overall the head coach. And then not only that, the AD of the program. Yeah. So if these allegations are coming out now for almost 20 years, I mean, he'd have been a part of this program forever. I mean, he was a student at Northwestern. He played at Northwestern. I mean, he was the Northwestern guy, true and true. I mean, this fall from grace is horrible. I mean, when the Bears head coaching position was open, he interviewed for it. I mean, that's what this guy's level was on a local level. Like people loved him and looked at him as like this god. He was. He's the football coach of of the Chicago area. He's been here longer than any other fucking coach. This is Chicago's college football team, essentially. And granted, I mean, nobody had a fucking clue who they were, really, before he started. And he did give them some sort of a presence in the Big Ten. I mean, college In modern football, yeah. I mean, if you go back to fucking 1930 or some shit. But in the last 17 years, he's been. Yeah. And and my whole thing is now is like, what are the next steps for this program? You like to you all up, right? I think you have to. I think the president too of of Northwestern. I think he needs to be shit canned as well. He might because it was also going on <laughs> under his tutelage. I mean, it's just fucked up in, in an overall of like, okay, how is this stuff still going on today? I mean, granted, there's always some sort of hazing amongst yeah. teammates. You're a freshman. Yeah, okay, carry the water, freshman. Well, and then yeah, what maybe. happens in locker rooms, too? Like, we all fucking know. Like, people are insane, especially athletes like that. But this is like, oh, like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, this like, is some borderline. QB center exchanges is, is yes. like, why are you getting off on this? It's fucking some, weird. Yeah. Yeah, no, no offense. Some borderline gay shit just going on under the guys. That, that is guy. for sure. I mean, yeah. and yeah. you know, no, no offense to that shit, but also like no. not the place to be happening. No, <laughs> let's be honest. No, come on, dude. No, not at all. It's it's very odd. Like, and then there was also allegations of like potential like racism. Like he used to call it the wildcat way. Like guys weren't allowed to have dreads. dreadlocks. Yeah. But then, like, white players could have long hair, like, but that's okay. So there's a lot of things coming out about this, and I think there's going to be a full-blown investigation into the football program. And they had, like, big plans, too, to, like, put in the new training facility, put in all of this amazing new ideas, new stadium comp, like, all this. I think all of this is going to just be blown up for, for the time being. The thing in this is, like, a lot like a lot of prominent sports journalists all went to Northwestern. Like, yeah, Mike Greenberg went to Northwestern. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so like you're looking at this and you're like, you're in a place where people that really want to be sports journalists are going there to do it. Obviously they're going to be watching you dude. And it's crazy that it's been 17 years and it hasn't been caught yet, but 
I mean, like firing I, him was the right move, let's be honest. Absolutely. But like I said, God bless. I mean, this journalism department at Northwestern is clearly A1 because yeah. this came out of a student newspaper org. I mean, this is truly impressive, the, the investigation and the work. Whoever that kid is who wrote this article is going to be up for jobs plus jobs. Yeah. He'll be fine. Could you imagine putting that on a resume? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm the guy that uh, leaked this whole fucking thing. <laughs> what? I mean, it You're is that guy. <laughs> Let's be honest, though. I mean, he, he got all this information and confirmed with 11 different players from current and former students. It's a lot of work. Like, it's a lot he put of a lot work. of work. Whoever did this put a lot of work into it. So, yeah. it's yeah, Snaps it's crazy. to him. It's a fall from grace for Pat Fitzgerald because the guy was like the hometown boy. Yeah, it is a shame. When I read that, I was like, God damn it. Well, could like, you no imagine? One, like, no one's getting out unscathed. No one is. You're a new recruit getting recruited to play at Northwestern and, you know, the Ivy League of the Midwest, in quote. And now it's like, okay, the guy you were going to go play for got recruited by is getting chick hand. And now and now you're like, now what? I mean, camps is supposed to start in like two weeks, if not, they're all you hear about on. that happening. And it's a lot easier to transfer now. I mean, you've got to assume sure guys are transferring at least next oh, year. If you're good, you're gone. Yeah, you're either going to Wisconsin, Minnesota, U of I, somewhere in the Big Ten, especially those big old linemen that they always get. Like, there's that's an easy move for them. To be honest, God, Wisconsin's just going to be knocking on the door, like, hey, just come uh, two hours this way, please. Yeah, literally, Madison from Northwestern. It's like two hours. It's closer to go to Wisconsin than it is to Illinois. To be honest. Sometimes, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is easier to go to a Wisconsin game than it is to go to a Champagne game. Oh, I just yeah. drove through Champagne. It's a shithole. Sorry. No offense. <laughs> it's no cool offense. when you get on campus. Everywhere around it is the worst. No offense. I, I mean, saying. there's nothing there. Driving right. through Central Illinois is like driving through Purgatory. There is. Yeah. It's just flat and agriculture, cold. baby. We need That's... it to survive, but it's not the most fun to be in. No, it is not. No, no, not at all. But like, seriously, what does this program look like over the next couple of years? Are they just absolute dog shit? Are they going to leave any coaching staff on this? No. T- like, you does assume. the D coordinator stay? Because he's new. Right. You got to assume the new guy comes in and clears house. You got to assume that. Um, I'm assuming that also that more stuff's going to come out about this as time goes on. So I don't think it's over by any means. Um, but I think they're going to have a hard time for them. I mean, they didn't have a good season last year either. So I think they're going to have a hard time for the next at least five years. And then eventually they'll get back on track and back to what they're doing. But this is going to leave a little stink around the program for a bit here. I think. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. I think it's going to take at least three to four years for this to write the ship. Yeah. It's going to take a while. It's not going to happen overnight for sure. No way. <laughs> so this is going to take a little bit of time. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I do believe that this is going to be the fall of the Northwestern program and not like saying they were very good at all last year. They won one. They game. were two years ago, though, and it seemed yeah, like they, they were on an upward trajectory. They were, they were more competitive. Now, my whole thing is, though, is like to the point over the years they have developed this, you know, branding of like this is where offensive linemen go. Like guys weren't getting drafted in the first round out of Northwestern, you know, 10 years ago. Now yeah. they have been right. 
So my whole thing is like, I wonder what that looks like if you break it down per conference as to how many guys go to the NFL. Because, I mean, let's face it, like just because you play college football, that that's no guarantee you're getting drafted. Oh, you're more likely not going <laughs> than right. going. Yeah. So if we just like look at last year's draft, so the 2022 draft, this is kind of how it breaks out. And this is really of no surprise to anybody. But like if we look at the top five, Georgia had 15 players drafted. LSU yeah. had 10. Cincinnati with nine, which is kind of crazy. Penn State with eight. Alabama, seven. Oklahoma, seven. Yeah. So clearly it's a lot of SEC, which is, which not, is surprising. not surprising at all. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a lot of SEC, but I'd be interested. And I think this is something to revisit as to over a time frame. So let's say over the last 20 years, what does that look like? How many players have been drafted per conference? And, you know, has the Big Ten taken a big jump since then? I Big Ten's known for, you know, large corn fed. That's alignment. what I was going to say. It's like, I think it's it's always going to be SEC because all of the skill positions are going to be yeah. in the South. But also, anytime you go anywhere in the Midwest, like you're gonna get you're gonna get those big linemen or big tight ends, like those kinds of guys you get over here. No, I agree. I but you you also can't sleep on the Pac twelve because if you look at guys like You, you can know, now. Why is that? Because once USC and uh UCLA are gone, like what what are they? Yeah. I mean Utah still has some dogs though. Yeah, you get Utah and Oregon. That's where Utah and at. Oregon still have <laughs> some really good programs, and ASU not so much. Fall from yeah. glory, uh, but yeah, it's going to be interesting. Although the Pac-12 is kind of merging with the Big Ten, so right. it's kind of going to be that. It's going to be a weird balance going from the Southwest to like. Can you imagine USC playing a game in Madison in December or October? Even well, yeah, I was listening to Sam Darnold talk about that, and he's like, I don't understand how. Because also it's not just football. So like, you know, you get you only have so many football games. But if you're doing like a competitive swim team or something like that, you got to fair. Yeah, you guys got to go out to freaking Champaign, Urbana, Illinois. (laughs) What doesn't make any sense? Yeah. Yeah. I'm in California right now. Yeah, it's it's just going to be odd. And, you know, like, although to the point, I mean, Notre Dame plays USC every year. Usually that uh, that's a game that, you know, the Golden Domers either go to Cali or vice versa. And they so. never win. And it's a shame. <laughs> well, you know, when Sam Darnold was there, they got fucking smoked. Well, I'm saying. By Notre what? Dame. Oh, yeah, yeah. But they were good that year. It happens once in a while, but I don't think oh, they're going to be winning anything anytime soon. And I'm an Notre This Dame is fan, just so a sad. taste of college football talk. And Mikey's getting just yeah, stoked. Yeah, be good. Stoked for it. Now, what I wasn't too stoked about this week was the MLB All-Star game. It is any more just very forgettable. And As I think, is any All-Star game, right? I feel like we have this well, conversation every time an All-Star no, game happens. The game, it, it used to, like... I know, but that doesn't make sense. predicated around the fucking all-star break, and the game meant something. It doesn't make sense to do that, though. Why? Because if you have a team that was in the NL that's so clearly better than the best team in the AL, and just because the AL won the all-star game, they get home field advantage, that's stupid. 
And w- I mean, in one a way, game, though, they play seven game series and then you're giving home field advantage away because of one game. I don't know about that. I liked it because there was stakes, but it didn't make yeah. sense to me. Well, then do something. I don't know. I mean, it's like also one person st- on the team gets gets like, you know, banned from the MLB. If you lose, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. Oh, I, fuck. Show me how he can't play anymore. <laughs> That's right. bullshit. Shoot him in the knee. <laughs> oh, no. I, I, like, does, does like one player have to be sacrificed? You tear their ACL. You're like, you'll yeah. never run again. <laughs> yeah, right. If, now, if they're a White Sox player, they'll just get hurt on their they'll own. Do it as general sacrifice. So, <laughs> yeah. anyways, yeah, no, there needs to be something that's based around this game again because it's just becoming like the Pro Bowl or the NBA All Star Weekend, where it's just like just have a bunch of events. Then yeah. the game is fucking stupid. They clearly don't try as hard, and now they're no longer wearing their game jerseys in Dude, the game. I hate it. That's honestly, it's as so much as I dislike dumb. the game, like when they were wearing their team jerseys, like they take wear their home or home in a way for whatever team that they're on. That was cool. That was cool to watch all that while it was happening. Um, yeah. See all the mix of the guys on the team. The jerseys this year were black, like not good at all. They were ugly as shit, especially the National League one, especially it made the Cubs one look good. Like the Wrigleyville one, it makes those look good, which is saying something. So, yeah, I'm all the way out on that shit. The game was like kind of fun a little bit because at least until like the you know last four innings, but it was tied at least and it was going to go to a home run derby to see who wins and shit. But like you said, it's an all-star game. I don't think there's any way to make an all-star game be because the thing is, is they weren't being competitive even when it was on LRAL. Because if you're on a team that's not going to go to the World Series, who cares? So part of me is just like, at least it doesn't count for anything, but also it is boring. I'd rather watch the Home Run Derby every time. The Home Run Derby is the thing you look most forward to. It's so fun. And to be honest, I don't like the time limits. I like the out method. Ten as outs? Well. Yeah, I love the ten out method because I felt as if, yeah, it took forever for the whole thing to play out. Yeah. But then again, it was also more exciting, in my opinion. And then the last ball, the last out ball was like the golden ball. Yeah. Which I thought was cool as hell. The only problem with that is how much people take. They're just going to take so many pitches in a row to get their perfect pitch. That was kind of boring. I do like that they're like, uh oh, they got to hit 10 in the next minute. And then you have to like rush and try to just hit 10 bombs in a row. That was kind of fun. Yeah. I mean, hey, I, I was. Very impressed at the entertainment that it provided. I thought it yeah. was wonderful. Record I was, breaker. I was very, very impressed by Randy Rosarena. I did yeah. not think that little fucker was going to keep hitting bombs away. He's he got a flair for that kind of shit, dude. Yeah, for real though. And Mookie Betts is like, dude, what are you doing? Like, yeah. like he, I think he hit like eleven home runs, and these guys are up here hitting, you know, twenty eight bombs in a round. Well, that was Luis Robert at twenty eight, and then Randy hits what, like 45, 40, or forty one? Like, That's what it was. Crazy. I, I love that Louie did so well. Don't get me wrong. It's yeah. nice to see somebody repping the team play well in yep. the home run derby, which is truly the only thing that matters. He showed up and he played well. But God, did anybody watch Adley Rutschman? Man, that was sick. What a show. Yeah, what switch a show. to the right side for the extra time. That was and sick. And he hit like four bombs in a row. Doesn't matter though, because he lost. I know, and I personally think if he would have made it to the second round, he would have won the whole fucking thing. Nah, no shot. Kid's a dog. Randy was on fire. 
out there with the flow. You think Rushman's hitting like 41 in the second round? No, I don't know about that, but 42? a Rosarina lost anyways. It didn't even matter. I think he burnt yeah. himself out. He did, but he broke a record, so that was kind of sick. That's like, dude, I don't even really care who wins. I just like seeing hit guys hit dingers. Well, you can, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, did did anybody see that kid get fucking blasted Woo! in the face? Could you oh. imagine getting a hundred mile per hour Vladdy Guerrero oh. <laughs> line drive right to the dome? Oh my <laughs> that kid god, got smoked! Like Vince, do you, so. This is a fun story for the podcast. So, growing up, we we had a large field in our backyard. Mm-hmm. And we would play baseball games with the old school aluminum bats. Oh, yeah. And those things had pop. And they have since been banned. Yeah. For this reason, exactly. (laughs) So Vince is pitching to his older brother. Yeah. And the kid can hit ropes. Oh, yeah. He's a good player. He hit a rope right back at Vince's grape. And oh my God, we thought Vince was dead. <laughs> <laughs> Poor kid on the ground sobbing. You go down. What was I like? Sick. What was I like eight at the time? Like seven or eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Vinny's mom comes in. We're done. It's We're over. Done. <laughs> Call We're it. Done. Angry Irish home. lady. You don't want to fuck with her. We're going home. Okay, yeah. we're going home. Mike, go home. Mike, go home. Everybody get in here. Everybody get the fuck out. Go home. <laughs> so we're done for a little while now. And then literally, I think we, we we had to stop for probably like a few weeks. But yeah. we were right back at it. We're yeah, like, and okay, then after that, I learned to put my goddamn glove up. So you all learned that. Well, no. I mean, hey. That was a laser. Not- that, that was a laser. I, mean, I don't I don't know if it would have helped you. No, but not at yeah. that point. It's going through. It's going That's through. the only thing that came through my mind when I saw this poor kid get fucking clapped in <laughs> so the head. I remember when like, Vinny oh, got smoked. Events. And that's Vlad Guerrero. That's a whole nother level of man. Oh, my God. It. They showed a picture of the kid's eye, I think, on Instagram. I saw it, and he was just like the Desperate. one side of his head. It hit him like in the side of the head, but it caught his eye. His eye was completely swollen out. Looked like he had two heads. I feel terrible for the kid. You hope that Vladdy He's gave lucky. him something or. Oh, yeah. You pray to God the kid gets like free game tickets or something. Well, yeah. And you got to assume there's a waiver in there, too. It's like if you get hit by the ball, it's not our fault because <laughs> you yeah. to assign your kid up to go do that. No, um, there's a waiver. There's 100 percent a waiver. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, Vladdy wins like... the home run derby. Yeah. First father son duo ever. That's and this cool. is my call to Ken Griffey Sr. Come out of retirement. Come do the home run derby and beat one of these guys. Now, my question is, is Vladdy the first Canadian-born home run mm. derby winner? Probably, right? British yeah. Golden Odds? I mean, I don't know. Because everybody's like, oh, he's Dominican. He's Dominican. He's Dominican. I mean, he, he was also born. He in lived Canada. in the Dominican. He was born in, in Montreal, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He Canadian, could be. Canada. I looked it up. There's not even anywhere. I can't find it. <laughs> no. He's got to be. He's got to be. All right. We're going to get back to you on that. But for now, he is the only Canadian born. Home run derby winner. You want to hear something funny? Sure. ESPN, when he won, 
They said Vladimir Guerrero is the second Cuban-born home run derby <laughs> champion after Yohannes Cespedes. You're talking to the wrong guy. You're multiple ways away. You're not in the right area. Number one, he's not Cuban. He's Dominican. And B, oh, he was born hilarious. in Canada. So, it's like you're thinking of Louise Robert. I think, well, I think he, I think he thought that, or I think the graphic was made for Randy Rosarena. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised. And they just put the wrong graphic up and just like pasted his fucking picture in there. But ESPN's always good for one of those where you're just like, where did that happen? That's wrong in like three different ways. <laughs> well, to me, um, I would say this, that they probably had him mistaken for somebody. Right. That's my whole thing. Yeah. Randy so, Rosarena. <laughs> either that or Luis Robert. Pick one. Yeah, but Randy Rosarena at least was like, you know, in the final with him. So true. Either way, true. come on, ESPN, get your shit together. Hire some of those people back so they can get the graphics right. Vince, I found it. Did so you? Vladdy Jr. is not the Ooh. first Canadian born <laughs> player to Do ever tell. win a home run derby. There was one, and he actually played on the Twins. Mm. In the mid 2000s, Morneau, Justin Morneau, no kidding. Look at that, yep, that makes a it lot was of like, sense. His last name yeah. is literally French. <laughs> yes, so it was actually Justin Morneau. So there you have it. Fun cool. fact for the podcast. Now, of course, in the most White Sox fashion ever, Luis Robert left the home run derby with a uh, what is that? Strained right calf. Yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> He said it feels like a a short-term injury. Doesn't play the All-Star game. So the White Sox had a grand total of zero people playing the All-Star game. Do you think like it was like, oh, my calf, so I can just go out and get fucked up tonight? I hope it is. I think it is. I feel like it was kind of like, hey, it was was a little tight, and I'm not risking it. I don't know. I I feel like this this fucking team has more soft tissue injuries than a goddamn orthopedic surgeon's office. It's horrible. Yep. It's bad. I just don't get it. I don't understand. Are they like, I don't know. Are they dehydrated or something? Maybe. Maybe they need to get more hydration in their system. Maybe they need to be more hydrated in order to stay on the field so these soft tissue injuries happen. Because no matter if you're playing a sport, brutally hungover, being hydrated is actually one of the most important things you could do. And or we are in life excited. in general. In or general. in life in general. And, I mean, we are very excited to announce that we have a new partner joining the podcast. Hell yeah. So, without further ado, we would like to tell you about our brand new sponsor, Liquid IV. This portion of today's show is brought to you by Liquid IV. That's right. The hydration brand we've all come to know and love is with ya boys. It's festival, outdoor party, and adventure season, and proper hydration is essential. You don't want to miss out on the summertime activities while they're still here. Liquid IV will help you hydrate and stay in the game. I've been using Liquid IV for a few years, and i found a ton of uses for it. Uh, Going to sleep after a day-long soiree. This is the product that helps me rehydrate and recover. I brought them with me on hikes, long bike rides, vacations, and maybe most importantly, bachelor party weekends. The beauty of it all is that Liquid IV comes in a small, convenient package that you just add to a bottle of water and drink away. 
One stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the Taxi Squad podcast code. T-A-X-I-S-Q-U-A-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, no spaces, at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using the promo code Taxi Squad Podcast at liquidiv.com. And the CONCAF Gold Cup, this soccer tournament of the ages, Mike, where everybody's second round players come into play and they all get a chance to feel the American glory. Uh, Christian Pulisic, the American stud, is signed with AC Milan. He's in Milan right now, not playing for the team, along with every other good player on the American squad. And they lose to Panama. They tie the game in the 104th minute and lose four to five in penalties. What are your thoughts, Mike? Well, first and foremost, not necessarily what we would consider a soccer guy growing up. If (laughs) I was needing to run that much, I probably just would have cried. But with all of that early, I quit early. (laughs) Yeah, I never got into the soccer thing. Just too much running for me. And uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of kicking things. But uh, what I would say is this. um, I I did dabble in watching a little bit of the soccer on uh, Sunday evening because I was with a work friend who loves soccer. Um, So we watched the USA play Canada and go into the uh, PKs, which was exhilarating. Now, that is what I would say is like the closest thing to like, um, like in hockey when they have a shootout. Yeah. That's like the closest thing. Well, it's that essentially you could... the same thing. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's essentially the yeah. same thing. So yeah. it's very electric and exciting. And now personally, I know nothing about soccer, so I don't know how the rules go. So I was asking a lot of questions, didn't retain a fucking thing. You know what offsides but, is? Uh, is it like hockey offsides? Yeah. So you the ball has to be or you right. can't pass the ball in front of the last line of defense. Which, yeah, that makes sense. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that, so you're already that halfway sense. there. Yeah, I'm halfway there. It's kind of like hockey, but with a ball and on grass. So that's cool. Um, but yeah, <laughs> what, I mean, wow. what, what a what a riveting thought. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like it's hockey like, on grass, so that's cool. <laughs> yeah, so it's like you know, I just hope they that's have fun neat. kicking the ball. Kind of neat. <laughs> I will say though, the game against Canada, USA Canada, got was yeah. getting fucking chippy. Yeah, there was a lot of slide tackles and shit. Mm-hmm. Of course, these guys, you know, hit the ground like they just got shot. But uh, <laughs> there's a lot of acting in this sport. Um, but to see that the USA lost to Panama is uh, kind of crazy. Yeah, um, it's sad. But, they won the last cup, too. They, I feel like they made this up just so the U.S. could win some shit. <laughs> like I said, I, this is like the soccer version of the G League because yeah. none of the real players actually play unless you're like from fucking some small country in the middle of nowhere in South America. Yeah. Then you're bringing all your dogs, but they're not probably dogs. So, uh, you know, I just hope the soccer players had fun and, you know, they'll go play and make millions elsewhere. But I just hope they had fun. Yeah. I mean, that's all I could say. I want to say a lot of them are MLS players, which is. I love soccer. It's good. 
for soccer. Here we go, Galaxy. Here we go. <laughs> Why would you be a Galaxy fan? Dude? No, it's from a movie, and that film, if you've never seen it, Thinking is a film really... called I Love You, Man. And oh. it is hysterical. Hey, Peter. Got tickets to the Galaxy on Saturday night. <laughs> the right, more you know. It's on the flip side. <laughs> Dude, I haven't seen that movie in a long time, actually. It's a fantastic film. Good feel good. If you need a good laugh, maybe you had a bad day, go put on that film. You won't hate it. It's, it's a soccer good movie. Um, not really a soccer movie. I know, it's, it's not. Good, on, to our next, on to our next guy. John Morant's in the news again. Who oh, what did he shoot now? Or who? Um, he didn't <laughs> shoot anybody now. The teen punching bag pull-out gun scenario that we talked about months and months ago is finally coming to fruition. John Morant's lawyers are now currently on the scene. Uh, John Morant's friend, who I guess was like part of the attack on the 17-year-old, as they called it, uh, he's currently getting, uh, I don't believe he was arrested. He might have been arrested, something of that nature. But essentially, that kid was 17 when it happened. It was during the... uh, it was during the off season at John Morant's house. Uh, the kid, I guess, threw a ball at John Morant's head, and John Morant went and smacked the shit out of him, which, you know, makes sense. There was another story about him pulling a gun out after that. That doesn't seem to be as accurate as people thought. And currently, he is in a lawyer scenario trying to defend his guy, John Morant. So... <laughs> In non-surprising news, John Morant is in the public eye again. Well, I mean, hey, what's the most righteous thing you could do in a situation where a kid throws a basketball on your head? You just go smack the living shit out of him yeah. as a professional athlete. Just well, yeah, because he's, well, he's like, what was he at the time? Like 21? 21-17 is not that far Does away. Does it matter? So that's the, well, that's the thing, too. And then also yeah. in Tennessee, it's like there's a... There's a self-defense clause where if someone attacks you, you can actually go back with. Well, I mean, that's just general law, not necessarily in Tennessee. If somebody hits you first, you have. Well, no, that's the that's the school of hard knocks. I'm talking about actual real laws like in Illinois. If it's like you feel if you feel threatened, you can't you can't attack somebody like that. But in Tennessee, it's pretty like cut and dry. Like, you know, if you feel like you need to defend yourself, you can also in the great state of Illinois, if somebody breaks into your home and you shoot them, um, they They come in and you're like, would you like some tea? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's the expectation of the (laughs) the, uh, local Cook County Police Department that actually, by the way, has the highest death count, especially in the summer. Yeah. But yeah, fun fact. Uh, But yeah, no, it's not surprising, Uh, you know, you know play dumb games win dumb prizes you know that's kind of how i look at this now the fact that i only got 25 games for the incident prior is bullshit <laughs> and the fact that now he's even going to court i don't know this is why they brought in all these old guys like derrick rose and who's the Mark guy from smart. the celtics they brought yeah. in marcus smart guys to say hey stop fucking around cut it out play yeah and so. like granted this happened during all the other shit that was happening so this is just like the the ricochet shot from stuff that happened before. So you like to think it's all over and this is just now the final water on the bridge moment. That's my hope for him. We'll see if that actually ends up happening. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see now. Um, in other news, uh, not much NFL talk, Vince, but you Mm -hmm. brought it to my attention today that there is a new documentary about quarterbacks 
yeah, we have some homework to do for next week because this came out today. Um, The new Netflix series called Quarterback came out today. Pat Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, Marcus Mariota. They follow the three of them in the huddle at their homes, all of the above. Um, I think it's interesting. And when I brought it up to you, you you reaffirmed my sentiments entirely. Um, I think it's cool that they're going with like the best quarterback in the league. A guy that's in the middle and a guy that's on his way out. Because I think they're going to, this is just my assumption that they're going to kind of follow them and see like where they're at on their, and you can see the differences between all of their careers put together. We should watch this and we should talk about it next week as well. Cause I think it's going to be pretty good. And I guess Pat Mahomes talks shit more than we thought he did. Well, that's cool. You know, this is the best thing about this stuff. It's like behind the scenes. You just hear this stuff that you wouldn't know. But I think that this is interesting to the point we did discuss it. Pat Mahomes, Kirk Cousins. So it's like the really good middle of the road, Marcus Mariota. Yeah. Now (laughs) there is a great class of his own. (laughs) Yeah. A great comp. A great comp. I heard the other day. They're like, like literally everybody is Kirk Cousins. It's like Dak Prescott, black Kirk Cousins. (laughs) And then it's like, it's like uh, Danny Dimes, young Kirk Cousins. Yeah. And then it's like Jared Goff, shittier Kirk Cousins. He might be and, better at this point. Who knows? I mean, I'm just saying, which I yeah. think is hysterical because it's, it's kind of true. But I mean, granted, all those guys we just named, I mean, have been in playoff games and won. They're they're very good. By Kirk- all means. Yeah, this should be a disclaimer for the entire podcast. Every single person we're talking about is a better athlete than us. <laughs> like well, yeah, person. no, I mean, that's fine. Including Joey course. Chestnut. Including Joey that's Chestnut. That's why we do this. You yeah. know, those who can't do either teach or talk about talk it. About so it, that's right. what we do. We talk about it. Yep. But with that, I would just say that this is interesting to me. Kirk Cousins has to just be a giant fucking snooze fest. The guy, he's just, he lives in Minnesota. He he's from like Barrington, he's, Illinois. The thing is, he seems like he's like the nicest guy. Oh yeah, like I, I think he, he would be like my my good friend in real life. Yeah, he he's like the comp of like nice guys. We're like thinking like Richie, like Vince's right. buddy Richie yeah. is like the nicest human being on the planet. You meet this person and you're just like, hey man, and it's just it's that it's that easy, right? So Kirk Cousins, Richie, maybe that's Ricky Richie's new nickname. I think it's he'd Kirk be Cousins. offended. I'm not gonna lie. I'll what? tell him after. This, Why? To be well, he'll listen, he'll hear. He'd be it, like, but... "You think I'm Kirk Cousins?" It's just like, it's yeah, like, man. Is it a bad thing? Gunslinger. <laughs> it's not necessarily a bad thing. Gunslinger. You like that? <laughs> you like that? <laughs> and then Marcus Mariota. I mean, he was the shit in college, Great. but hasn't caught on in the yep. NFL. I mean, the Tennessee thing really didn't work, and then whatever that was in Atlanta last year, even though they did beat the Bears in Atlanta, so that was horrible. Yeah, that's true. So, well, that's cool. Well, in, in other football news today as well, um, the Jets got hard knocks. Yeah, I told you that was happening. Yeah, Vince um, called that a while ago. Now, now it's confirmed, but I, you, you could have seen it written on the wall. Um, this is going to be a mess. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it yeah. has to it's going to be an absolute mess. Aaron Rodgers, he's probably not going to want to get interviewed, or if he does, he's just going to be like back to dirtbag Aaron Rodgers shit. Um I'm assuming all like the rookies and stuff are going to be jacked or like even the the one year guys like they're probably going to be so jacked for this. They're on camera and all that shit. But I'm excited for the Aaron Rodgers, Zach Wilson stuff because they're either going to do one or two things. They're going to make it seem like it's more than it is or they're going to make it seem like Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson are best friends 
and they do everything together. Like, I'm sure that the cameras are going to play into that shit hard. Yeah, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to be on camera that much. I don't think he wants anything to do with that. And I wonder how much he has to be. I don't think he's contractually obligated to do anything like that. Is it like, because the thing is, is it's ran by NFL films. So that's why they can force a team to do it, which is essentially what they're doing here. Um, is that part of like their media credentials where they have to do the media stuff? Maybe, but then again, I think there's only so many hours they have to log. So I think whatever it is, it's just going to be the bare minimum. Yeah, he's going to Marshawn Lynch. I'm just here so I don't have to get fired. <laughs> well, like get James fired. Harrison, when he was on the Bengals, hated it. And you saw oh, like, yeah. scare the shit out of the film crew, which I think was fantastic. But I'm that's... sure, I'm sure that it's the worst thing for a locker room. That's why I didn't want the Bears to get it. Like, please yeah. just stay very far away because I think well, it's so bad for a growing locker room. Now Amazon Prime does the whole like in season one, which is very interesting. Or no, yeah, that's that also went, like, they went with the best team last year for that. Oh yeah, just an epic shit show. <laughs> just an epic shit show that is the little man, aka Kyle Murray. <laughs> But that worked out fine. Yeah, man. I mean, to me, it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out for the Jets this season. I do believe that they have the ability to make a run with the talent on that roster, especially the defense just being like top tier. Do they win so, the division? We'll see. We'll see if they do can. Do they, Mike? Hot take central. Know. I don't know. There's make a lot call. of drama. Do they, Mike? There's a lot of drama going in on Buffalo? right now in Buffalo, but I do believe that they're going to be just fine. I think so too, but yeah. I think they could lose to them in the playoffs in a wild card scenario. Buffalo could to the Jets. They might they might beat the Jets in the regular season. But you think the Jets could beat them in a wild card game? As long as it's not the conference championship, because that is Mister Rogers' crypto night. Okay, so like you're believing that this team will exceed expectations, or do you think they're going to like start slow and then it's going to be like that? You know, yes, like after oh, yeah. bye week thing where they really come on hot. Oh yeah. I think that's happening for sure. I think Rodgers is going to finally get comfortable and then the Bills are going to be too big for their britches and then boom, in the playoffs you're like, "Oh shit, that happened." And then the week after that the Chiefs win again. <laughs> that's what I think happening. Rodgers Vince right now? Is this uh, is this a new thing? No, he's going to lose in the playoffs is what I just said. I'm just saying well, as far as like, you know, you know how the NFL's all scripted. That's what's happening here. <laughs> That's the script, well, baby. I would say this much that it is not out of bounds to state that the Jets aren't. I mean, they're going to be competitive. Oh, yeah. Now, how competitive they're going to be is going to be predicated on the work that, you know, Garrett Wilson does with Aaron Rodgers. I think Al Lazard being there, a.k.a. It's like every former Packer on Randall that Cobb. offense is there. Yeah. So and Mercedes Lewis. Well, so, you, got, you got to think about it like they had a top defense last year. Yeah, they have. Obviously, we just talked about the receiving core. Um, everybody on their team was good except for Zach Wilson. Yeah, so you you bring a perennial Hall of Famer and Pro Bowler. Like you got. Oh, think... I'm gonna make that guy's life a living hell. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that okay. did not age. Good well. luck, buddy. Um, you got to think that it's gonna work out pretty well. And also, Nathaniel Hackett has a prove it year this year as the OC. It all is coming up right now as New York Jets a little bit. Which could be their demise. I don't think it's a prove it year for Hackett. I just think him and Rogers are going to do what they always have done, and it'll he might have just, been the worst uh, coach of all time. Well, he was a terrible. Well, yeah. Let's let's think about this. So, like, 
they were such a dysfunctional mess that like members of the media could eat lunch in the Denver Broncos like lunchroom with yeah. the players like horrible. And then like Russell Wilson has a body coach and a mind coach and, and, a this and a that and his own office. And like these guys could be let in and out of the building. Now Sean Payton's got in. He's like, Mm-mm. all that shit's over. Nope. Done. Get it out. You Gone. go to your locker. Fuck the media. <laughs> exactly yeah, we're playing a game here. Yeah. And um, no, I, I do believe, though, that Hackett just had no control. And he's, some guys are just meant to be soldiers. Right. So. That's fine. Salah is, a, I think, is a good head coach. I mean, I he hasn't proven much yet, but I do think he's a good head coach. And I think with Hackett coming there, all those guys that come up together. It's a big boys club. It's like most things of the corporate entity of the world. It's like it's kind of who you know, and that's you know the guy from go. this place, and he knows the guy from that place, right. and this is why we're right. going to get the deal done, kind of deal. Exactly. Yeah. So. I think the Jets have the possibility to make the playoffs. Will they win the division? To your point, not clear. I do think this is the Buffalo Bills division to lose. But then again, who knows? Who it's knows? saucy Billy. if they play in the playoffs. Hey. That's all I'm saying. I hope I called Billy, it. Billy Boy O'Brien coming back to the Pats. Got his guy, yeah. Mac. They got Juju. Okay. Ramondre Stevenson had a breakout season last year. He's going to probably be a bell cow again. Who's the quarterback again? Mac. Oh, yeah. Not Miller. Mac Jones. Okay. But hey, yeah, Billy O'Brien was his OC in in college, and they did great work together. So who knows? Yeah. And that was the biggest frustration last year. So maybe Bill learns. They're not going to get up there and just be like, well, it's not our quarterback is pretty terrible. So yeah, it's kind of where I'm all having it's a day. Happening. Now, who is one player in your mind that's going to have a breakout season this year? Outside of Justin Fields, obviously. Duh. Justin Fields is the fucking duh. Um, Yeah. There are some guys that have an opportunity to shine. I think one of those guys is going to be in Kansas City. I think one of those guys was proving it as it was happening and took out my boy Clyde. I think Isaiah Pacheco is going to have a wild year this year. Dude runs angry. He does. Run real fucking angry. You got to love it. And he was drafted in like the seventh round too. So, of course, that's a very big Andy Reid thing. So, you got to oh, love yeah. that. Chip so, on shoulder. good pick. Like it a lot. I have one that I think a lot of people are snoozing on. And that is, and granted, he's a rookie. So, it could be, in my opinion, it's a come up. Okay. But I believe Jordan Addison mm. with the Vikings. Where did he go to college? Is, USC. Oh yeah. But I'm just saying <laughs> I'm just saying I know the guy broke records and yes. like he he's going to be suited alongside Justin Jefferson. I mean it's stupid. I mean you have to worry about all these people and now you got this fucking stud. Their line is the worse than their defense is worse. They're going to be throwing the ball more. It, he could yeah, be right. I think I think he's going to have some big big um Big shoes to fill from Thielen, but still, I do believe he's going to have a great year. Now, who's a player that you think will regress in this season? I don't think, and it's because he had a really good season last year. He's now moved on to Carolina. I'm going running back again. I don't think Miles Sanders can repeat what he did last year. I just don't huh. think there's there's any way on a team that's less talented than what he was on. I think he goes back to normal Miles Sanders next year. Okay. I like that. I have a pick also in this one. 
please that I think a regression is headed for him like pretty big. Um, Jamal Williams. Yeah. I don't think he will touch the production he had last season. I, I mean, that was insane. Like he was getting drafted in fantasy drafts, like in like the last two rounds. I mean, nobody was like, Oh, Jamal Williams is the guy. And scored the most touchdowns in the league. <laughs> it was crazy. So, yeah, I don't think there's a chance in hell he duplicates any of that. Now, who's a team you think regresses? A team. See, and I think it's like, you know, it's unfair to say that the Bucks like, obviously they're going to be worse. They don't have Tom Brady. So I'm going to leave that one out. Um, I don't think Seattle can do that again. And I know I'm I know I'm a a hater and a doubter, and I know they love that because that's kind of what they fed on last year. But for all of the things that they were. Seattle was nine and eight last year, so they were, you know, one game out of 500 if it flipped the right way. Um, They played really well in their division. I think the Cardinals are going to play better this year. I think the 49ers are going to, you know, as good as they played last year. I think it's a harder division and. I don't think that they can do that. I don't believe in Geno Smith as much as the rest of the guys. It was one year. It was kind of a fluke in my opinion. We'll see if that's true, but I don't think so. Okay. That's fair. People thought the Seahawks were undefeated last year, I feel like. Like people were like, oh my God. It was like they were nine and eight. Yeah, I that, that's that's very true. They were good. Now, a team that uh, and on this same token, I I I am still fit to be tied right now with the 49ers. I I don't think they're going to be as good. Uh, Like, no quarterback that's proven. Brock Purdy hit. Yeah, he had a few good games, but I don't think he's a guy. I think Sam Darnold's going to be a starting quarterback there before you know it. And a lot of people are like, that's stupid. But I can see it. I think that Shanahan likes him for a reason. Like, wanted to draft him. That was like a thing. Didn't get the chance, and now is like, oh, get this guy here. I'd love to have him. So, to me, I don't think the 49ers, I mean, granted, Chris McCaffrey, all the weapons, but still, if nobody can get him the football, and you got three really unproven commodities there yeah, at quarterback, that that could be the end of you. Granted, the defense will play out, but I I do believe that you could see some point of regression. I'm going to honorable mention the Dallas Cowboys as well. For what it's worth. Yeah, fuck that. I don't think they're yeah. going 12 no. and 5 next year. I don't think they're God, going to God, if I have now. to hear one more ESPN conversation about the fucking Dallas Cowboys. This is why they're dying <laughs> as a company. It's like it's always about the Cowboys or the Lakers all the time. You're like, leave it alone. Can we talk about somebody else or something else, please, for the love of God? Right. Yeah. No, I'm with that 100%. Now, on the flip side, and this is the final one of this segment. Yep. What is a team that you believe would exceed expectations this season? Can we say outside of the Bears? Yeah, because we're both because very high on the Bears. The this Bears year, are going to be a lot people better on. this year. We'll yes. see. I don't know about a lot better, but a little bit better. They're going to be a win more than three games. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I fucking hope so. Yep, uh, a team that I think will be better, and this is because of a couple of reasons. But just as I said, that Miles Sanders isn't going to have as good of a season. I do believe the Carolina Panthers could one win the division what? and two have a winning what? record this year. No fucking way. Come They're on, playing man. horse shit. Their entire their entire uh what do you call it? Division is a mess. 
They have a quarterback that can barely see over the line. Maybe he'll run and scramble a lot. He's going to move a lot. If you remind or if you remember Kyler Murray's rookie season, it could be similar where he's yeah, he's going to be running around like a crazy man. But if you think about what the Carolina Panthers did at the second half of last year, they got a lot better in a lot of different ways. They picked up a couple guys that got themselves Bryce Young. I think they could. I mean, it's not going to be an insane, but I think they can go to the eight and nine, nine and eight range. Wow. That's bold. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not flowing on that chart. But what to. I will say, what I will say is this a team, in my opinion, that has the ability to exceed expectation and has no direction to go but up is that of the Denver Broncos because yeah. they do have a quarterback that is a proven commodity when his head yeah. isn't fully up his ass when he isn't saying stupid shit. And, and then now coach. you bring in a <laughs> wonderful head coach in Sean yeah. Payton, who's an absolute dog Chicago guy. I think the Broncos have the legitimate ability to win uh, double digit games this season. I think that's a great call. I'm surprised you didn't pick the Dolphins for the regressing team. Yeah, I'm not too sold on that. I yeah. mean, they got Lightning Mike White in there. He's proven he can win games in the NFL. The whole two thing doesn't work out, then okay. But then again, you know who's another guy who might be able to step in and Wait, say, Wait, Lightning hey, Mike White's close. on the Dolphins? Yeah, he got signed by the Dolphins this offseason. Oh, so he's he's a good backup. Beast. And he's also won some games. And, I mean, if he could throw the ball to Tyreek, they got some good – Looks like Dalvin Cook's going there. I mean, it's not a for sure thing, but it yeah. does look as if it's happening. So much now, I, I'm just, I think the Broncos got some dogs in the draft, A and B. I think that they're going to cater this offense truly to be what it needs to be for Russ. They can't win five games again this year. That's impossible. No, no. But that, where do they get those back? Are the Chargers worse this year? Do the Chiefs win 12 instead of 14? Are the I Raiders be, one in fighting 17? I mean, the Chargers have shown they shit the bet every year. Yeah. And they can't put together an offense, and I don't think Kellen Moore is the answer, so that's my opinion on the Chargers. Because you got to remember, too, the Broncos went one and five in the division. Like, that was where they were. Really, that was really where they got division. fucked. Yeah, it's a it's a tough division. I mean, we even talked about it last year. I mean, it's like how many games is the division going to win? But to the point, it's not about necessarily how far they go in the division, but I think they have the ability to win 10 plus games this season. I think that that's bold. It's also fucking stacked. Yeah, I think that's bold, but I don't think it's impossible. The only thing I can think about is that they're going to play the Chiefs at least a couple times this year. So yeah, and the Chargers. There's a lot yeah. of really good competition there. So and it might the Chiefs be a didn't fine lose a divisional game. game all last year. No, I know that's impressive. Yeah, but we will see people. And as always, we appreciate you joining the Taxi Squad podcast as you always do. We're thankful for our sponsors of the podcast. And as always, you know the drill. You got to like it. Like it. You got to follow it. Follow it. And you got to download it. That's a Download it, we, please. We'd appreciate the downloads. That's the biggest metric we like to look at. Also, there's a special man in your life. There always is. There's a guy. And it's either that's your father. Maybe you made him a grandfather. You probably have a grandfather. Congrats. Something along those lines. Congrats, Congrats to on you. the kid. Snaps. Congrats right? on the if you had a kid, congrats on your trophy, right? <laughs> Now, with all that being said, that, that kid's probably got a grandfather, used to be your father, still is your father, all that good stuff. He probably likes listening to Sport Talk, too. So if you haven't, you should do that with your father. Do and it. we'll take it a step further. If you do listen to the podcast with your father, 
maybe throw us a line on the Instagrams or the Twitters of you guys doing things because we like heartwarming things here. In case you didn't know, we cry, man. Real men cry. Real men <laughs> we cry, cry man. <laughs> These big cry guys over here. But as always, <laughs> we will be back next week and we'll see you real soon. Peace.